Welcome to Ronin Geek Official Podcast, episode 10. It's a major anniversary special. We have massive things to talk about. Yes. Actually, no, it's just regular things to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> so nothing nothing too anniversary-like. Yeah, if we if we did an episode a year, this would be the first decade. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so basically this is like our 10-year anniversary equivalent Yes. in terms of number of episodes. Yes. Uh, I think the math works out on that one. So actually, <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Halo today. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about, or are we going to save that for next week? I don't know. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah, and then Jurassic Park spoiler cast is the big <laughs> thing that's happening. I might have just ruined the whole episode. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll get we'll get to we'll get to everything. We'll get to everything. Pretty exciting. So this is Alex, and also today we have Rob. Rob, and that is the royal we, as we identified last week. Yes, <laughs> yes, very royal. So there's only two of us in here, and sometimes a cat. So sometimes, yeah, the cat. <laughs> I, I figure we could start with what we've been uh, what we've been watching, what we've been playing over the last week. Uh, for myself, it's been heavily related to Nintendo Switch. So Mario Tennis yeah. came out, and I finally yeah. got it a week late, and I've been playing that a bit. I know you have it as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. And I've put in six hours. Uh, I like the game. I would say the mo- the the I haven't done much multiplayer, obviously, but the single player is definitely challenging for me. Yeah, it's difficult. Um, I've had a couple of instances where I'm going through some of the challenges, and the way that they're set up is just not even just necessarily difficult so much as frustrating sometimes, mm. I find. Mm. But, I mean, yeah. It gets there's a, there's a learning curve, I find, so you get better every time you do the thing you're trying to do. Yeah. Except for block, because block is nearly impossible to do, I find. <laughs> I it, actually love block. I'm really good at it. Are you serious? I, almost, I have a 90% block chance i can't block in mario tennis to save my life i can block even with a uh, time dilation yeah i do the time dilation and, and i still miss it oh really it always tells me I'll too give, soon i'll give you some uh point actually i guess the, i might as well just say it uh the point big pointer i find is if you position yourself and you look at where the ball's traveling there's an aura on the ground watch it's just a small bit of color change it's like a shadow watch that get your character in it as soon as you're in then block you well, walk every time. I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's why it's telling me too early. So I'm running toward it and then I swing, but I'm not in, in this the, circle yet. Or you're out of it already. Yeah. Or if it's too early, yeah, it would be your. It's crazy, man. Yeah. I feel like I'm letting Mario down. You know, he's the greatest athlete in all of sports gaming. If if you are narrowing it down to like plumbers, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean like even against Tiger Woods. Against like oh like you're saying like oh like who's got the most titles? He's been in every yeah he's been in every sport hockey uh, except for hockey. (laughs) So the first one name more (laughs) football. He has not done football. Other football. What's that? Soccer. Soccer. He has done soccer. Yeah. So strikers on the on the game. Strikers. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Strikers. So he has done a lot, but he's he's basically the Mushroom Kingdom's greatest athlete. We'll just settle for that. Which is pretty sad. Yeah. It's not, not, <laughs> He's not exactly athletic. <laughs> well, actually, well, I don't know. He he does get around. He could be the greatest athlete in all of the like in New Donk City. You you know what? Actually, that just to bring it up, that's actually a really entertaining point. Is that he never looks like an athlete, but performs like an athlete. Yeah, it's not about the looks, man. Oh, I'm telling you, it's uh, just it, like a linebacker. It's right, just, it's big a big guy, but but you know, honed athlete. Fair enough. Fair so fine tuned athleticism. That's what Mario's all about, basically. He's a linebacker. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. He's very he's very nimble for a linebacker. Yeah. I feel like if Nintendo ever did happen to get a hold of one of our podcasts, we'd get shut down pretty quickly. I think they would probably just call us idiots and it's... ignore us. <laughs> but I mean As most people do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so exactly. the big surprise for me in Mario Tennis so far is that it's go I feel like it's going to take me a really long time to unlock everything. 
Anyway, multiplayer is where it's at. It's really what it matters. Yeah. yeah. But not, 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 not everything's unlocked for me. What do you mean? Like, uh, it's missing characters. It's missing, like, the flying Koopa guy. Is he those in? aren't out yet. No, those oh, they're no, not out no, yet? No, no, they come out with the uh, with the tournaments. Actually, I think the first tournament's this this month. July. Yeah. So it's automatic DLC? It's just going to force update? Yeah, it's free DLC. You'll get it earlier if you participate in the online tournament. Oh, the Mario Tennis is pretty sweet. I know I know you invited me to play. I couldn't play last weekend. Yeah, I'm so mad about that. I know, man. <laughs> I know. I'm... No, we'll find another day. Well, how works. are you playing? Are you playing with traditional controls, or are you playing by swinging the, um, the Joy-Con wildly? Uh, traditional controls, which that's, is that's how I've been playing. Which is probably not the way it should be played. Well, how uh, who did you play with? Alshar and Aaron. Uh, did, how did they? What did they play with? Controller. Okay, so we're all playing with controller. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm good with that then. Yeah. I'm good with that. The ruling has been made. Yeah. Today <laughs> we're exercising our minds. Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel good about it. I I uh, I'm impressed by that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm impressed by that. So it's a great ruling. <laughs> so Mario Tennis Aces is pretty good. I've seen a lot of reviews online saying it's disappointing to people. I don't know. Um, I didn't read why because I didn't care. But I think it's just that a lot of people these days are expecting more out of their games. And I mean, what else is it supposed to do? It's a tennis game. I know. What What are they saying? Uh, yeah. I, I haven't. I, I'm not getting defensive to no, you. No, no, I'm getting no, defensive no, 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 to yeah. them. Those people. <laughs> the, those people. Yeah. I don't know. the The big thing with uh, something like Mario Tennis is you're right. It, it, it's a tennis game. And Aces has that kind of like pseudo battle mode where mm-hmm. you're, you know, breaking rackets, stuff like that. I mean, aside, just like real life. Aside from jumping the other side of the court and beating somebody to death with a racket. Just like real life, yeah. Just like real life. I don't really see a lot of la- different lateral gameplay of any kind. I think, and I'm thinking hard here. You can't see me because this is a podcast right now. But if, if, Rob, if Rob was able to give a, a, a physical description of what yeah. it is that I'm pensive. looking at right now, it's yeah, pensive. It's pensive, yeah. yeah. I think it's the lack of Mario nipples. Think about it. Mario, Mario Odyssey comes out, massive success. Mario nipples. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. I I have no. It's only correlative evidence. It's not empirical. I can't prove it. It's yeah. just a theory that's out there now. Yeah. I'm going on Twitter with that. You should do it. Yeah, I'm just going to accuse everyone who's a detractor of Mario Tennis Aces yeah. that they're just upset there's no Mario nipples. Yeah. I'm sorry. I keep getting distracted by pervy Yoda over there. I never noticed until just now, but he's got an arrow pointing to his junk, and he's <laughs> he, reaching out with he one hand. Does have an arrow pointed to where we would expect to find his species genitalia? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he's definitely beckoning you <laughs> I, to touch I, it. I apologize what happens when you touch it? I don't even know. Let's see if anything happens. Yeah. Let's just. He just says go. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> do or do not. Of course. Oh, so he's just the Yoda quotes. He what he means is touch my genitals or don't touch my genitals. Yeah. There is no try. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A, he's not about that lukewarm. No, yeah, no. Yeah. It's so. either you're committed or you're not. So well, it's funny that you mentioned the pervy Yoda because right behind Pervy Yoda actually sits a fully naked Donald Trump troll. Which I asked Amanda to not open because I thought it could be a collector's item someday. She had to open it and tear off the classified thing that over his genitalia to see if there was little troll genitalia on there. And we can confirm there is definitely Donald Trump troll genitalia there on there. There is? Yes. That's actually impressive that they went ahead I was also surprised. I didn't I didn't want to know the answer necessarily. I didn't I didn't yearn to know the answer. It's impressive that they kept the anatomical correctness. I feel like Trump would appreciate that. I think anybody would appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I would. Anatomical correctness as well. Yeah. 
So that's what's going on in our world, guys. <laughs> that was a messed up departure. That is, that is yeah. That was really messed up. <laughs> uh, the other thing I've been playing on the Switch is, correct me if I'm wrong, is it Out of the Woods or A Night in the Woods? It's called A Night in the Woods. Have you played this? No. It's the first time I've ever played what's often referred to as a walking simulator. Oh, those are fun. So, and it's it's very story that ties heavy. In really well to what I've been playing. But oh, keep nice. Going. Okay, so it's very story heavy. Yeah. So this is the first game I played in a while. It's very story heavy. Uh, I'm not a big I'm not a big person for stories and games. I actually don't care what the context is for me. Killing, racing, more killing, often a lot of killing, shooting, building things yeah. like I don't really care. But in this game, uh, I do genuinely care to see what happens with the characters next. So they're extremely well written. Uh, it's kind of a cartoony art style. All the all the characters are anthropomorphic, uh, like animals, but they have oh, enough okay. human traits to to actually make them engaging as human characters or human like characters. Although I am confused, they exist in a world with actual pet dogs and pet cats. But they are themselves. Yet they are dogs and cats and alligators and 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 birds and all sorts of things. So like. Other food is walking around, or do those pets become them as like they're? Is that yeah, because like there's even like chicken, like fo- like fowl people. Interesting. And do they eat chicken? That's a good question. They have pizza in the game, so I'm guessing one of those toppings is chicken. Wow, that could be dark. Yeah, well, it is a dark game. It's not. It's not a light it's game, not, right? No. There's there's funny moments in it. So, um, is the anthropomorphic characters for like levity? You think? To make it yeah, less... yeah, I would say so. Yeah. But they're still relatable. So, like, you play as a character named May who is returning from a failed jaunt at college. So she's failed out, and she's returning home to a very small town in an unnamed place. Uh, but the very small town is definitely, for anybody listening, if you're from a small American or maybe even Canadian town, mm-hmm. uh, it definitely feels like that place. It's, it's sort of half the things are closed yeah. down, and there's a lot of people just sort of standing around smoking and drinking and things like that. It's just very... Yeah, it's a very run-down, <laughs> sort of rust-belt place. Got it, okay. Yeah, but they're all animals. Right. Yeah, drinking, smoking. They're all a bunch of dirty animals. They are a bunch of dirty animals. So the game's really good, though. I The, the, the interactions seem extremely genuine. Like, none of the writing actually seems contrived. Really? None of it, yeah. And there's all kinds of cool little mini-games you do in it. There's, like, little mini-games where the, the screen zooms in and you're interacting with, like, a cat paw hand. Like with whatever's on the screen, and then there's actually music mini games, like rhythm music mini games that you oh, do in there as well. Very very cool game though. It's a ton of different stuff you do in it too. But uh, I do like this game, and that surprises me because I did not think I would like such a linear game. But I like it, and I can tell there's going to be a, multiple reasons to want to play through again because you're able to choose activities with one person on one day or another person on the same day. Mm-hmm. So you're missing some things depending on how you play through. So very cool game. Yeah, it's interesting that you bring up that to uh, the whole linear game aspect because I find that for me personally, linear games uh, make me want to blow my brains out. Mm. Agreed. With a couple of exceptions. I think like Bioshock is the, one of the big exceptions to that. Uh, I mean, especially the first one, which the whole linear aspect of the game is kind of the, the twist at the same time. Yeah. And then, uh, but like, then there's a couple of other games like Devil May Cry, uh, like Capcom games, stuff like that. Those. Though I feel like you you know going in you're just playing it for like the flashy sure. combat and sure. stuff like that. So yeah, I guess the so question cool, is but... is the thing that you're doing worth the linear yeah, sort of play which is yeah. very rare for yeah. me. But I guess you know when I think about uh, a night in the woods, it doesn't feel extremely linear. Like I feel like I'm still making all the decisions. It's just that it's it's a side scrolling walking simulator with a little bit of platforming in it. So Interesting. It's, okay. Yeah. It, it, yeah. You got to see it. It's a cool game. I'll take a look. Cool I'll take a look. Yeah, and then, uh, yes, that's what's going on in my world. 
Yeah. No, for for me, recently it's been uh, uh, for watching uh, Luke Cage. Yep. Uh, yeah. Which uh, we can talk about season in, two. Yeah, season two. It's been it's been very entertaining so far. Interesting that I find the most com- uh, compelling character so far in the second season. Uh, actually, I shouldn't say so far. I finished it, but uh, Shades really like Shades. Yeah, he was pretty decent in the first season. I think he kind of comes into his character in the second. Yeah, one. but in the first season, he was kind of stuck just being a token bad guy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah so it's it's cool. So to hear as, this. as you watch it, uh, we'll we'll talk more about Luke Cage mm-hmm. probably later on, but uh, Shades is one to watch. Yeah, I guess we can do maybe like next week we can do a Luke Cage season one and two spoiler cast portion. It's not going to be extremely long, I don't think. Yeah. But, okay. Sure. Yeah. And then uh, and get more in depth than next. I know you've seen the whole season. I'm only on episode one. That's all I've completed, so that, that's all I could talk about for season two. Yeah. Uh, season one, I quite liked, um, but mainly the first half. They okay. had Mahershala Ali as, uh, mm-hmm. was it Copperhead? Who did he play? Cottonmouth. Cottonmouth, yeah. So, yeah. But a uh, really, really yeah. amazing actor in yeah. a role on that show. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. He did a, he did a phenomenal job. Mm. Uh, the, the big bad guy in this one is uh, Bushmaster. And, uh, oh, okay. You may, was, not, I did, I did you may not have run into him yet, mm. uh, but you'll... You, it's not not a big spoiler. It's kind of like it, it's very obvious very quickly. Okay, uh, who is established as like the main antagonist. Okay, and actually he was pretty good. Yeah. At first I wasn't too sure, but as I'll look, the, I'll look up who played him. I'm actually curious. I honestly don't know. Yeah. Um, so Mike Mike Coulter obviously is uh, Luke Cage. Yeah. Yeah. There's actually uh, there's the one girl. Does she get her metal arm? Does she get her metal arm? Yeah. Else? Misty gets her uh, arm. Awesome. Very yep. cool. Okay. There is a crossover. I won't say who because I don't want to spoil that for you. Mm-hmm. So who did you say it was? There he is. This guy? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Don't know who that is. Mustafa Shakir. He's been in a Cavern, Brawl in Cell Block 99, Marcy X. In- interesting. Record play, Quarry. Okay, this is going nowhere fast. I don't know what any of these are. <laughs> but more power to him. Yeah, no. And he, did, uh, him. he did a great job. Yeah. So Luke Cage, we'll have to definitely do a bit of a spoiler cast about that. Fuck. Yeah, it just got spoiled for me. Oh, well, I'm going to quit yeah. looking at IMDb. I Actually, I thought he would because uh, obviously they had a big team up in the comics. We won't right. say who, but uh, if you know Marvel Comics, you'll know who I'm talking about. Yeah, and he actually... Power Man and that, that, that. Yeah. <laughs> no, they actually make that reference. Oh, do they really? They do, That's yeah. great. That's great. Um, he actually did better in this than in his own... Oh, thank so, God. Oh, thank God. Yeah, it seems like he's maybe hitting that stride yeah. that he needed. The individual we're talking about who would be a little bit of a spoiler is not actually a bad actor. And this person was also in a little show called Game of Thrones. And yeah, they did fine in Game of Thrones. No, he was good. Yeah, so I, I don't know I don't know why. I, I think it was probably poor writing in uh, well, both Defenders and... Um, I mean, we might as well just say it at this point. So you have... It's Finn Jones. It's Iron Fist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we can talk about it at this point, Defenders and, uh, and, yeah. and first season of Iron Fist, because that was last year. But, uh, I mean, honestly, they were so rough, and they were so out of character in regards to the other series on Netflix. Yeah. Well, it's just, it felt like they were trying to make it a lot more like the others when it needed to be its own thing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it was a lot of bad writing. The antagonist... The... Oh, wait, we need, to, we need to make a quick demonstration about why the writing was so bad. Can we Do talk we? about the end of Defenders? 
Sure. I, I'll be honest with you. I'm a little bit rusty on Okay, on so basically like, what happens at the end of Defenders, okay, so the hand is basically they're trying to get something the whole season, right? Yes. The whole thing is sort of building up to this thing that they need to guarantee eternal life for the cloud or whatever the, the bad, you know, they're right, yeah, mutating, yeah, yeah. whatever it is. So anyway, basically what they need to do is they need to get dragon bones. The yeah. closest place to obtain dragon bone is underneath York City. I'm sorry, New York City. And underneath New York City, there are dragon bones that apparently prop up the island of Manhattan. So if you were to take these dragon bones, <laughs> the island of Manhattan will crumble yeah. and become nothing. Yeah, that's. I think if anyone's a geologist, they'd probably lose their shit. This is like the storyline of like, uh, like an obscure 1991 NES game. Yeah. Like a brawler or something. Like, this is so bad. Like, brawl your way through and stop the hand from obtaining the dragon bones that prop up New York City. Yeah. It's so goofy. It is pretty goofy. Like, who comes up with that? Yeah, I don't it's, know. it's, like, not even remotely a good idea. Yeah. It did feel like they kind of uh And somebody at Netflix, like, that script crossed their desk. They did not read it. And they just put their stamp on it and sent it off. It's like, how bad could it be? It's going to be a bunch of, uh, bunch of superheroes. People will just come. Yeah, 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 and then, and then, and then I'll, I'll be the other blowhard in the room. You know what? These damn kids—they'll watch—they'll watch anything with a Marvel stamp on it. Yeah. So alleged, I'm not even worried about it because, man, we really hit the money with those other ones, didn't we? Dragons? Oh yeah, there's presidents. Iron, Iron Fist had dragons uh, mentioned. <laughs> but in beforehand, it. it was like, you know what? There's not enough dragon bones. <laughs> not enough dragon bones. <laughs> there's where, not. Where can we put dragons? Yeah, but so <laughs> by by the way, so the way the way that the way that Iron Fist becomes God. Iron Fist is by literally defeating a dragon in hand to hand combat. Yes. They have never shown this. So far, in either Iron Fist <laughs> they joke about or it. Defenders, and they even joke about it, and then all they show is fucking dragon bones. Yes. I, it literally couldn't be more offensive to like fans of, 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 of this Fist. material. Like yeah. It's so ridiculous. So it's uh, you know quite quite infuriating that they were so incredibly bad. I don't mm. think they're doing another season of Defenders. I, I don't see how they could get away with it after how bad the last one was. It was they just probably, ridiculous. They, they probably will. They'll probably do one more, and if it doesn't have wings, they'll come. Yeah. Like Iron Fist, I could see them doing another one of those mm-hmm. just because... Really? Yeah. I thought it was worse than... Uh... Uh, it came, it came, I thought it came together in the last two episodes. It was not yeah. a great series, but I thought it I, came together. Like, I find this is kind of becoming more and more the case. I'm watching a lot of these, not for the heroes, but for the villains. Like, the guy who played the, the father um, in uh, Iron Fist was phenomenal. I already forgot who it was. I can't remember his name either. The old guy? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The blind guy? No. No. Not Stick. The guy who was the big karate guy who had the school of karate kids? No. God damn, I seriously don't remember. Oh, man, he was in uh, Lord of the Rings. He plays... Uh, Frodo. Faramir. Oh, yeah, he does yeah. play Faramir. Yeah. I know the guy you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, yeah I can't remember. He was good. Yeah, he was really he was good. good. Yeah. I don't remember his name. Because... Uh, Kilgrave and Jessica Jones. Good. Yeah. Season one. Oh my God, David Tennant was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, he's one of my favorite actors, I think, so I was, I was pretty really? pleased to see... Yeah, I love David Tennant. I think he's brilliant. Okay. Did you ever see... Um, he was in that show, English show, he's a detective. Roger? Yes. No. First season of that is crazy good. I, I keep hearing that. I gotta watch it. Second season? Meh. First yeah. season? Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, it always makes me wonder. I think that a lot of writers pour their hearts into season one, mm-hmm. and then they're like not ready for the expectation of season two. Yeah, and, I agree. Uh, and then, and, but the producer's like, hey, no, we have a timeline. Write that shit. Yeah, I don't know what happens, because like they run out, of, or they have to like, 
they use a lot of compelling material in the very first season. Or if you take a show like Game of Thrones, the first the first book, or essentially the first season, mm-hmm. ends on a very specific note, right? It must yeah. end on the death of Ned Stark. You know what I mean? And sort of the fallout from that. So, and I think I think that spoilers. You know what? Whatever. <laughs> if you don't know this by now, like you need to like get with the times, people. Right. But uh, yeah, it's crazy that it's crazy that uh, so many seasons tend to trip up and falter in season two. Yeah, season two always seems to be the uh, the gut punch. Maybe it'll be the opposite for Iron um, Fist. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure I will eat these words, but I think they've got nowhere to go but up at this point. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, you've heard it on the Ronin Geek Official <laughs> podcast, people. Super pessimistic view. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, aside from uh, watching, just to, to get to the next bit, I was playing, believe it or not, No Man's Sky. Wow. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of okay. I've been playing a lot of Total War games too, and okay, No Man's yeah, Sky. Yeah, and uh, a lot of the reasons why I'm playing No Man's Sky, which anyone who is paying attention to that, which if you're not, I don't blame you. There's a patch coming to No Man's Sky called No Man's Sky Next, and it adds multiplayer, like true multiplayer. Really? Yep. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. You can team up with your friends, build bases, stuff like that. Like everything that it was supposed to kind of have at launch. Mm-hmm. Uh, is is effectively being added in now. Yes, that's been fully realized. Base building's been there for a minute. That's why I rebought it. Yeah, yeah. So I rebought it and played with base building. And I, I was telling you before on the on the podcast actually about what happened to my base when that happened. So hopefully they've yeah it got moved right? fixed all those bugs. Yeah, it got moved when it reloaded that procedurally yeah. generated world. So hopefully they've kind of fixed those bugs at this point because that was very disappointing. Right. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know what No Man's Sky is, somehow um, maybe you're just not that big into the gaming scene. Well, or... first off, it's not at all a divisive game. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what? I think I think you you say that sarcastically. Oh no, wait! I meant it was extremely divisive. <laughs> no, 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 no! I don't think it was. I think it united everybody against the developers. Oh, that's yeah. I see what you're saying. I think yeah, yeah. <laughs> true, true, yeah, true. It was a, it, or sorry, it is a uh, procedurally generated game world with something like what, like two billion planets in it, or something like I that. I think it's more, I think it's more like in like the Quintillions or something like it, that. It's it like just a, it's has an, an absurd. Yeah, it, procedural generation means that they can just kind of keep randomly making things. Yeah, and the whole idea is that you kind of just go from planet to planet and essentially catalog species yeah. and stuff. It's a it's a walking simulator. It, it is. It is. Yeah, it's an with, with with some weird space yeah. combat thrown in. And it's cool because if you go if you zoom out to like the star map, like and you have the fuel to do it, mm-hmm. you can literally jump to any star. Yes, around you, and yes. and it's and it's in a three D sort of space, so you well, can just like, sort of float around yeah. and choose where where you want to. It's so crazy. Yeah, and, and whenever you whenever you catalog things, it also of course uploads it as your discovery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can rename things from planets to creatures, what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you will find some weird, weird ass creatures um, mm-hmm. in that game. I I have named many creatures very obscene names. Oh, everyone. There has. are many out there. Everyone yeah, there has. Many, yeah. Many, yeah, I Flo- had uh, like a like floaty McBitch face, the winged, freakish <laughs> bird creature, like just all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, uh, recent weird stuff I ran into was I found this weird crab spider that had like tentacles for legs. Yeah, uh, I also found something that looked like it came out of a uh, cor- <laughs> corrugated can. There's like okay. a weird like jelly creature that hopped. Just along. hops, yeah. And then there was this other thing. It looked like a bronchiosaurus, right? Like yep. a, like a dinosaur. Yeah. But its neck ended in a a like leech like head. Whoa. So it was like creepy as shit. It was freakish. Yeah. 
So I was worried that it was going to like grab my ship yeah. as I try to take I, off. I've played, I've played quite a lot of the game. You tend to find that there's some common themes among how the animals behave. Yes. So they kind of each fit into a different category, but yeah. there's only so many categories they fit into. Uh, I've also found a lot of planets where there's no life whatsoever, but it's just a really weird like sort of shtick or theme on the planet. Yes. So like one of them that I found was like a bubble planet. And there's just all these bubbles floating around that you can't really interact, interact with, with yeah. but they're just all there. And you can sort of... It's it's a very relaxing game. Yeah, it is. Like it's so super relaxing. relaxing. If you're looking for a game where you're not expected to have mm-hmm. a goal, um, which you can easily make goals in that game. Yeah. There are certainly achievable. Well, and goals. they've added in a lot of ways to initiate yes. quests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That quest. was not something that was there at the beginning. No. At the beginning, there was literally no direction except for the main storyline. Should you choose to follow it? Yeah. Yeah. And most people I don't think really did. No, did you? Uh, I'm slowly doing it with where it goes. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. Yeah. Yeah, no, the game is... It is what it is. Yeah. So I think there's four alien races in total that you can find and sort of interact with. Yeah. And you learn little bits of their language as you go along by yes. finding totems and then sort of interacting with or those. Or paying them money. Or paying them money. Yep. Give, or completing give. quests and asking yep. for the words. Yeah. Yep. They do that now, too. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other cool details. The ships. So you can now get... At the beginning, there was no freighters, but now you can get a freighter. And you can yes. load any number of your own ships I... onto it. Oh, man, that's a sticking point with me right now. Well, well, think about how it used to be. So how it used to be is you find a new ship you like, yeah. you abandon your current ship, and yes. it's gone forever. Well, and that's the problem. I didn't realize that the freighters were in the game until after I got rid of my um, collector's Ooh, edition ship. That's bad. So I think it's gone now. Sorry, man. You can always jump back and try to find it. Uh, Did you leave it on the space station? Uh, no. Where'd you leave it? It's gone. Oh, you, you uh, went back and tried to find it? No, I, uh, it's gone. Oh, shit. That's terrible. Um, you should write him. You should write him an angry email. Uh, like, listen, you guys. I mean, it's not even a good ship. It would have just been like an ornament. Sure, but ultimately. it's good to have. Yeah. Yeah, because it like more like it's it gets tougher and tougher to find like a really unique version of a ship. Yeah. So when you find it, you really want the ability to to keep it. Keep right? it. Yeah. Yeah. So I tend to what I tend to do is I'll go into my freighter in every new system I go to and just hang out in the hull in the mm-hmm. landing base for a while and see what pops in and what pops out. Yeah. Because random ships will kind of come and go. And then uh, if something comes in that I like, I just run a bite off them and good to yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. So there's also some space combat so in there. Like you can get jumped by space pirates. Yeah, it's not fantastic now, but I think with the inclusion of more players, mm-hmm. it'll be a lot better because the pirates won't be just going after you. Yeah. They'll be going after friends too because I find that the big thing right now with space combat is most of the time it's just we're driving dead at each other firing guns yeah it's a lot of going in circles yeah slowly which, or fast. which, the, which is what it, that is what space combat kind of is but at the same time it's like but you only have like some two more weapons. like maneuvering. you only have two weapons yeah. and not the maneuvering isn't very good i think they've added some more weapons now yeah because i saw something about rock it'd be cool if they added forward thrusters that could stop you quickly and like retro so could, thrusters yeah, yeah yeah so you could flip quickly like that would be very cool there's yeah some simple things they could do to make it cool uh, the base building is fairly cool. You can like make like a greenhouse to keep all your plants in and collect yeah. uh, minerals from the plants inside your base. Yep. You can build landing pads on it. Yeah. 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 It's just a cool little game. I'm glad. I'm glad you're the fleshing it out more. I actually still own it, so I'll, I'll pick it back up. When I think that that's a big thing too. If you haven't returned the game, it's probably worth loading up. Uh, July 24th is when the next okay. patch hits. Cool. Cool. We'll keep an eye out for that.
Well, is this it then? Are we doing it? Let's do it. All right. So Jurassic World 2, Fallen Kingdom. So that's JW2FK, spoiler cast. Fallen expectations. It's happening, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Fallen. <laughs> that's our sequel. So, yeah. yeah. Rody Geek Official Podcast 2, colon, Fallen Expectations. Like every every 10 episodes, we're going to change the uh, theme. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. So I think Fallen Expectations is appropriate. Uh, <laughs> so this movie's been out for a while. <laughs> I think it's it's going into its third weekend. So uh, if anybody's been watching the news, the most recent news is about the big drop-off from first week to second week. So I did see a 70% decline in ticket sales from the first week to the second week. Good. That being said, bigger opening weekend than the original. Or no. Well, I think it was. You mean, you mean the of the world? Of the world. world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's done very well for itself. It is quickly approaching the 1 billion mark, so it will surpass 1 billion worldwide. Yeah. Uh, however, a uh, big drop in North America in the second weekend. Is it is it beating Solo? Worldwide? Yeah. Oh, it's Smoke and Solo. Oh. Yeah. That's painful. Smoke and Solo, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, is, it is a tight movie, and Jurassic World, I think, was a massive, massive success and brought a lot of people into the franchise who maybe hadn't been a part of it before. Yeah. I've been a fan of it before. Uh, so Jurassic World 2 doing very, very well. doesn't really surprise me. And again, it's the it's the biggest summer for movies that we've had in a long time. The whole market is up 10%. Yeah. Box office is up 10% this year. There's a bunch of stuff in theaters right now that I was like not even uh, disappointed with the like prospects of going to go watch. Um, I mean, Ocean's 8 probably had a pretty good turnout, I would mm-hmm. assume. I'm, I not sure, I'm not sure how it did, but I'm sure it had a I good turnout. reviews are fairly positive on yeah? it. Yeah? Yeah. That's good. What else came out? So a couple of other bunch things. of stuff, man. So I saw Hereditary, a horror movie. It was garbage. Yeah. It was the worst horror movie I've ever seen. I would not recommend that to anyone. Okay. There was Uncle Drew. So that's the basketball one where the basketball really? players are dressing up as old people. I saw that. <laughs> so it's pretty funny, actually. Yeah. Uh, also, fairly positive reviews, strangely, with yeah. basketball players dressing up as elderly people and playing basketball. <laughs> yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Sweet movie, man. And then uh, we also have... What else just hit theaters? There was something else that right. was like prominent that in my mind. Incredibles two, biggest animated opening of all oh, time. Yeah, yeah, not surprising. Biggest Incredibles one was phenomenal. And then we've, I mean, before that would have been like Solo, Avengers, Deadpool, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a really good summer for movies. We still have some good stuff on horizon. Ant Man comes out. Uh, early showings are tonight. So uh, the night of this recording, Thursday night. Yeah. So by the time people hear this, it will be. At earliest Sunday night, at latest Monday or yeah. the following week. So uh, by that time, we will have already gone through the full first weekend for Ant Man and the Wasp. So we can see kind of how that. We should try and uh, try and get to it before next. Yeah, totally. I'll we see should, it next we, week. We can, we can talk about it. Yeah, do Ant Man versus the Wasp or versus the Wasp? Ant Man and the Wasp spoiler cast. Ant Man and the Wasp versus Ronan Geek. <laughs> oh man, we win every time. Look, I saw thirty million possibilities for how that battle would turn out. Yeah. Know how many we won in? Zero. <laughs> no, 30 million. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, technically it's 29,999,999, but that one time, totally not going to happen. Yeah, right. Of course. Totally not going to happen. Yeah, that's so, good too. Yeah. Well, I mean, all the people that can actually, like, you know, jump in and stop us. They won't be here. They're dead. <laughs> <laughs> They're already thanks, dead. Thanks, Thanos. Name, name drop Thanos. Yeah, yeah name drop one. Thanos. Keep, keep him happy. Yeah. He gets so angry. He does get angry. Uh, so Jurassic World 2, Fallen Kingdom, JW2FK as I call it, because I'm, I'm really cool. Uh, okay. <laughs> directed by J.A. Bayona of A Monster Calls fame. Yeah. 
Really? Rob's looking at me very puzzled. Like, oh no, I had no idea what that was. I don't know what it is. So this is another instance of like, okay, so the first one they had, uh, first one by first one to me, Jurassic World one. They had uh, Colin Trevorrow, who was kind of an art house director at the time, right. yep. came aboard and directed what ended up becoming like one of the top five biggest movies of all time worldwide. So they thought, oh, I feel like I hear that line so often. Well, it's happening a lot lately. Like everyone keeps beating the the best yeah. selling. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You know what? So like, guess what? Uh, Avengers comes out, biggest movie of all time. What were you talking about? Jurassic World one, biggest movie of all time. Mr. Rogers movie, biggest movie of all time. Boom. Just like that. Wow. Man. One point seven five billion dollars. It didn't earn that. that. It's that, earning like a million dollars. Yeah. It's still pretty insane. Yeah. I mean, in about. my mind, it's still very good for that movie, though. Uh, uh, well, I'm not sure what their overhead was, but yeah, fuck it. Mm, yeah. They're just <laughs> so, cashing in, cashing in on the on the Mr. Rogers wave. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. All right, let's get into it. <laughs> yeah, man. So we'll do this scene by scene. It was written by Colin Trevorrow, who was the director of Jurassic World 1. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I didn't want to hear that. Oh, yeah, man. Also, Colin Trevorrow also recently fired from uh, Star Wars Episode 9 before J.J. took back over. So Colin Trevorrow was going to be responsible <laughs> oh, for that. No. Yep. So so this is what happens, guys. Oh, Film God. opens. Film opens. And I, I want everyone to just, if you're in a car, you need to slow down, pull over, and just close your eyes and imagine. The film opens on rainy Isla Nublar, the site of both the original Jurassic Park and Jurassic World movies. Actually, I didn't write a lot of detail in there. You can get back on the road. It's not that exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I thought I wrote more details in about I don't think you what Isla, to... Isla Nublar would be like, but yeah, I didn't. I don't think you gave him enough time to even pull over. So... Yeah. No, just get back on the road. Just... Turn the blinker off. Yeah. 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 So sorry about that. <laughs> so this is the site of the original Jurassic Park and the Jurassic World 1 film yep. from 2015. It is uh, focused on a submarine that's in the Mosasaurus tank in the abandoned Jurassic World Park. So Mosasaurus was the big swimming beast that ate the uh, yeah. Indominus Rex. Remember? Yes. Because yes. the T-Rex fought him closer and closer to, yep. the, to yep. the tank, and a Mosasaurus grabbed him and dragged him under. So they're in the Mosasaurus tank, and they're, they're, they're visibly concerned, and they're reassuring each other, the two guys in the submarine. Oh, no, the Mosasaurus has got to be dead, dead at this point. Now, yeah. yeah, yeah, he wouldn't have possibly survived, right? Yeah, well... No through, big deal. Through the power of poor writing, it does. <laughs> what do you mean? This uh, animal only needs 70 million calories a day to survive. Uh, yeah. So, come on. Anyway. I just figured that it went to the whatever stasis tank they had sitting for it at the bottom. So, at this point, the Mosasaurus would have been living in the tank for three years. <laughs> and it survived. By the way, yeah, and it survived. So, yeah. but we'll get to that. So, because what they're really looking for isn't a dead Mosasaurus, which they should have looked for before they went into the tank. What they're looking how for... How would they not know it's in there? Yeah, it's... Like you'll see a shadow from the sky on a clear day. Yeah, it's literally like an eighty-foot-long, massive swimming creature. It's like the Meg. Yeah, it's basically the Meg. Yeah. Well, we know it's there. Yeah. Okay. We know it's there, and that's what matters. So they're actually looking for the skeleton of a Dominus Rex because they need to cut off a piece of it, which they do. It floats to the top. It's collected, uh, and we'll get to the top in a second. But as it floats above them, they see the silhouette yeah. in the lightning flashes. Of the Mosasaurus, obviously. Yeah, that's not how light even works underwater. Yeah, so let's <laughs> let's talk about the diet of the Mosasaurus and what he probably ate. Oh, sure, yeah. For those three that. years, he was in a tank, swimming yeah. in circles with no one there to feed him. Probably, uh, that he probably sustained himself on my hopes and dreams of this movie even better. <laughs> I honestly think that's what he, like, 
Come on, guys. Oh, dude. <laughs> Is that... Br- I don't know. Maybe I'm being too brutal about it. Well, let's suspend belief for a second. That animals need to eat yeah. food to survive. No, he ate that too. I can't suspend <laughs> It's gone. <laughs> go, uh, go on, go on. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> wow, man. I feel like Richard Attenborough would be so disappointed. Yeah. Were he alive. Oh. Yeah, he probably kept him straight when he was around, man. Yeah, you know, animals so? need to eat food. Yeah. Well, animals need to eat food to survive. <laughs> so that's probably what he said. Oh, no. So anyway, uh, bone floats up. They collect the bone. Uh, on the surface, the sample is collected and some muscly guys. Lots of muscles going on here. Lots of cutoff shirts and vests of, of various sorts yep, uh, are on the surface to collect it. There is... Um, Let's see, there's a guy, and he's doing something. Oh, it's something to do with a signal and a tablet. He has, like, a tablet, but it's, like, a shit tablet. It's, like, a like an LG or something. I don't know. So, something's going How? on there. LG? Why are you knocking LG? Well, I don't know what it was. I'm just speculating. <laughs> okay, it was probably ZTE. <laughs> I was, you could have just said it was, like, a like an Apple or whatever. Yeah, it's just a piece of crap Apple <laughs> tablet. So, anyway, so he's on his piece of crap Apple tablet. There there goes half of our listeners. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, I own an iPhone, okay? Like, just chill. Uh, So he's on his piece of crap Apple tablet, and he's he's trying to connect via 4G. But you know what? There's no 4G. An Isla Nublar. Yeah. No one's been there to maintain it for the last three years. It must have been like a satellite. Well, they're trying to use satellite, but the weather is interfering. Yeah, which would happen. Yeah, yeah. So that's believable. The thick bodies of dinosaurs are blocking the signal. Which getting through. Yeah, because I'm sure they couldn't tap into the uh, radio network that they built on that island specifically to keep people connected Stop. to the rest of the world. Stop with your reason. I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you want me to say, okay? I sell, I sell cell phones and radios. I understand how this technology works. <laughs> it kills it for me every time. It's like, oh, we're not getting a signal. Bullshit. <laughs> so, and of course, every time the light flashes, the lightning flashes, you see some... You Ominous know, anything. Yeah, moving dinosaur, yeah. moving leaves, something in the background. Anyway, uh, was it Allosaurus shows up or T-Rex? There's the Allosaurus, yeah. Yeah, Allosaurus shows up. Uh, so he's running. The guy's in the helicopter like, hurry up, come on. He jumps on the ladder, right? So the ladder gets grabbed by the T-Rex. And then eventually, I think I think they get away. But yeah. as they're flying away, a moment later, who jumps out of the water? But a freaking starving Mosasaurus to grab him and eat him. Yeah. Which would literally not sustain him even for two seconds. I was impressed that it knew that they were there. It... It's weird because he spent more calories and more effort jumping up and doing that than he would get from a skinny IT guy. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what I would you know we know what the the actual answer to this is, right? Yes, uh no, is that yes, no. is that they genetically engineered it to not need a lot of sustenance. Oh. I'm just bullshitting. Snake obviously. parts. Huh? Yeah. Snake parts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. That makes sense. It can subsist on plankton, or maybe like because it's it's so his tank is right on the ocean. Yeah. So maybe there's like dolphins jumping in, or free willies jumping in. There's free willies jumping you know in. What? Yeah. And well, and before they can jump back out, the mosasaurus eats them. I was thinking that it's just like it's the dolphin version of a uh, don't let the animal starve and die initiative. Like they would go sacrifice themselves, or like they'd go over and like cough up fish. Or okay, so the, but there's there's. So potentially, because there's open ocean on the other side, and I'm guessing the water is able to filter through some sort of mechanism to get in or out of the tank. So potentially, like, mussels and things could start showing up in there, or small fish. I guess. But probably nothing large enough for it to really sustain itself. Sustain itself, yeah. We are going too long on this theory about this damn thing. (laughs) Well, the Mosasaurus is a survivalist, and I'm just really trying to break it down here. Yeah. 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 So... 
Probably set a squirrel trap or two. Yeah. Yeah. Very adept. I mean, I don't know, man. Maybe just like all, you know, like they had, maybe they had a whole bunch of stocks of like hot dogs and stuff for the tourists, and they just kept like, you know. Oh, the hot dog in. cart could have been very close yeah, to yeah, the yeah, tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So hot dogs in a while, you know, he just kind of gets up on the shore and fires it up. He can't. He can flop dogs. out because that's kind of what he did with yeah. uh, when he killed Indominus Rex. Is he flopped out and yeah. he grabbed him and he dragged him back in? Yeah. Great scene, man. Great scene. So, well, I got news for you, Rob. That's the first point of like five hundred that I have written in the notes here. Yeah. So this is gonna be, this is gonna be one for the books here. Oh my god. All right, the spoiler cast continues. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. I'm sorry. Smash cut two. Jeff Goldblum, aka Doctor Malcolm, from oh. the original Jurassic Park and Jurassic Park Lost World. AKA the Grandmaster. AKA the Grandmaster. Yeah, my favorite role. Yeah, I think that that's probably what I'm always going to. That's his to. defining role. I would argue that. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, love most people the would say Jurassic Park, like the first. One. I hereby pardon you from life. <laughs> it's the best man. Oh man. But but life always finds a way. Is another yeah. one. It's very good. Yeah. So Jeff Goldblum sitting in front of a congressional panel discussing the fate of Island Nublar, which is about to be blown up by a volcanic eruption. So it's an extinction-level event, basically. They're trying to sort of mark it here. So that's yeah. what's going down here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The volcanoes kill dinosaurs before volcanoes will kill dinosaurs again. And what do you think he said? What do you think he said to those elected people? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to... He said to let them die. He said to let the dinosaurs die. Yeah. I was trying to think of something unique to go with, but there was nothing. It was shocking to hear. So it's compared by it's compared by the politicians to being an act of God. He says something more along the lines of its nature, trying to get uh, trying to right our wrong and yeah. bringing them back through the cloning process. So here we've superseded nature, we've superseded evolution, we've brought yeah. these animals back, and he's just saying this is just nature correcting itself. Yep. This is course correction, right? Which is fine. Yeah. And then the roll credits. It was a great movie. Yeah, so the alternative is bring them to mainland and unleash them in California again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just do it again, man. Let's go. Yeah, I'm, that worked so well the first time we tried that. It was a great idea. You know what? Let's just rewrite that plot line and make it another movie. Great idea. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, Oh, we did that shit. <laughs> it was this movie. Uh, so jump to Claire Deering, played by Price Dallas Howard. So from the first movie. Yep. So redhead heels. You remember her. So she's in a busy office. That's all she is to you, redhead and heels. Well, the heels was a big thing in the first one, remember? Because she yeah, basically was. did the entire movie in a set of heels. Yeah. I was more impressed than anything. Yeah. It's no, got to be brutal it, to act. Must have been. I mean, yeah. yeah, which she played a very prominent role. She was the administrator, essentially, for yeah. the park, right? Yeah. In the first one. Yep. So um, she was a very prominent role, but now she's a champion for the dinosaurs who remain on Island Nublar. So she's running some sort of NGO looking to find a way to save the dinos. So which is a which is a cool thing. It's a cool thing she's doing. Um, intro Franklin Webb, IT guy, placed by played by Justice Smith. Yeah, don't know who that is. And Zia Rodriguez, played by Daniela Pineda. Hmm. Don't know who she is. There so, are people in the movie. I they are people it. in the movie. Your notes. It is in the notes. Yeah. So one. So the 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 former is an IT guy, your token IT guy, because he wears glasses and is kind of nerdy. Yeah. And then the the latter is a token no one because she's like a paleo doctor gal, which is kind of different. She, she's a vet, but for dinosaurs. But she's got attitude, man. Yeah, and no experience. She's got some tude. Oh yeah, they established early on that she's never actually seen. Yeah, so I don't know about you, but if I ever want to get a vet for my dinosaurs, I want to get one who has no experience, practical or otherwise. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's absolutely where I'd go. Yeah. So you're uh, a dinosaur veterinarian, so I understand. 
yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm seeking uh, to fulfill a position of a dinosaur veterinarian. So, question: Have you ever even laid eyes on a live dinosaur before? No, but it'd be cool. Okay, you're hired. Sweet. That's how that went. Yeah, <laughs> that's how that went, man. But I care about the dinosaurs, so that's yeah. what really matters here. Which uh, is an interesting thing, in that it manifests in a very interesting medical move in a little bit that we'll talk about. Yeah. Yeah. So, very interesting move that she makes. Medically speaking, which we'll talk about. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so Claire, <laughs> sorry, man. No, the way you're setting that up, I'm like, oh god. <laughs> yeah. Oh, buddy. So Claire gets a call from someone who wants to fund a rescue operation for the dinosaurs in Isle Dublar. So she flies to an old castle slash estate slash mansion slash whatever you want to call it in Northern California to meet one Eli Mills, played by one other Rafe Spall. Mm-hmm. Yep. He was in the Big Short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so he's, he's actually a good. He's a good stuff. actor. He's yeah, a good actor. He's good. Uh, so the castle uh, is where John Hammond, who was originally played by Richard Attenborough, and his newly revealed colleague Benjamin Lockwood, played by acting great James Cromwell, who I love. So <laughs> this is where they first extracted Dino Blood and created the cloning process. Yes. Yeah. So they established that early on. Uh, yeah. Look up James Cromwell. Everyone, if you don't know who that is, he, he would have played, like, uh, the first thing that came to mind was Green Mile for me. He played the chief of the prison, I think, or, like, their uh, boss, he whose was, wife was dying. He was the uh, creator for, in uh, iRobot, too. He, yeah, He made yeah, yeah. Sunny. He's so many roles, this yeah. guy. He's been in, like, 200 roles, so you gotta oh, look yeah, him up. No, no, he's great. Very cool guy, character actor. So, Eli recruits Claire by promising to save the dinos and put them on their own private island, where they won't be blown up by a volcano. And they have, like, a little sort of islands set up in the room to kind of demonstrate to them how they would be safe. And it's like this idealistic little cove. I always like that whenever any kind of dino save operation is going on, it's during some kind of cataclysmic event, not before, mm. always during that event. Mm. Uh, anything from like theme park rides, it's like, oh, we're going to send you back to this dino while the meteor is coming to hit you. Yes. No big deal. Yeah. 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 All about it. He needs Claire because she knows resident Raptor King Owen Grady, played by Chris Pratt. Yeah. From the from Jurassic World 1. And yeah. he can capture Blue, the super intelligent oh. raptor from the first Jurassic World. So this, this story kind of hinges on getting Blue. Everybody's all around getting Blue. Yeah, well, he's... Uh, they should have just called this Jurassic World, colon, getting Blue. Well, I think that that would have been misconstrued with, uh, you know, meth. Or getting sad. Or getting sad, getting yeah. Blue. Yeah, yeah but it, it was kind of Blue when the dinosaurs were dying. So we'll get to that, too. Uh, <laughs> the, the one, the one gut punch that they do on the on the dock. On the dock. Oh, <laughs> we'll I'm get still to that. shattered. I'm a broken man. <laughs> so before she leaves the mansion, Claire sees a little girl who is in care of Lockwood, her quote grandfather, and a nanny. Yeah, quotes. That's not foreboding. Yeah, her name. Her name is Maisie. I come to yeah. find out later on. I wrote it in notes later. Uh, yeah. So Claire tries to recruit Owen, who she finds sexily <gasps> building a house on the edge of some mountain, which might be nearby because it seems like a very short span of time. Yeah, I just realized that. Yeah, he might be literally like the next, no, <laughs> the no, next not, property not, over. Not that. I was thinking of uh, Maisie. How's it spelled? M-A-I-S-I-E. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was thinking it was like corn, like maize. So oh, like yeah. It's a corny character. Oh, I'm just, buddy. I'm just, I'm being a dick. Token, token <laughs> kid running from monster. Yeah. So uh, we'll get to we, that we need, too. We need a small child to scream, and I, you're breaking levels. Well, they, yeah, but they, they needed some reason to like be motivated to succeed in the end, I guess, and protecting her was. The, I don't know. We'll get to it. We'll yeah. get to it. So anyway, Owen is sexily building a house uh, on the edge of some mountain. Yep. So they go for a drink, 
and it's quickly established that their relationship had run its course between films, uh, but there's still clearly interest between them. And the only reason they give for why he left is because she challenged him to leave and he left. Yes. So these are people in love who live through a cataclysmic event who are probably right for each other. And they decide one day he's like, well, I'm going to go so you can come with me or you can stay. And she's like, fine. Like you, you won't just hop in that van and go. And that's what he does. Yeah. 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 So that's that. So that's, that's real life people. That happens in real life all the time. Yeah. He says no to helping her, but shows up anyway. Of course, Claire takes Franklin, the IT guy and Zia, the paleo doctor with them. Uh, back to Isla Nublar. And they're involved in some plan to capture 11 species of dinos they can save. Uh, they meet an angry general guy named Ken Wheatley. Uh, name doesn't matter because he's just going to get his arm bit off by the Indoraptor in a bit and get shredded to bits, so whatever. Uh, he's just an angry man. He's just an angry token military oh, see, man. That's a th- This is the thing. And, and this is kind of what I want to talk about this guy. It's like, when you're making a movie, try and make it a little bit more realistic when we're going to have an antagonist in it. Don't get the guy that is clearly mentally unstable and no professional would ever hire him yeah. to lead an operation ever. Yeah. And the bad guy does not have to be established as the bad guy by shooting the good guys. No, that's the like, only way to do it. There's, like That is the only way anyone ever does it. It's like, no. Like, make him, like anything else make him like look appear to be the good guy and then pull the rug out from other people yeah like uh like maybe more business-like yeah like he's there just to do a job and yeah and yeah so and and maybe that because eli is kind of cast early on as caring for the dinosaurs and obviously he changes his mind later on and wants to sell the dinosaurs yeah well like what was it the second movie where they had that hunter on the expedition who is just there because he wanted to hunt uh uh t-rex but he would like he would help them capture all the yeah, other guys. Yeah, yeah. They had, they had the pirates. They it's had the hunter. That guy, yeah, yeah. if he was, um, an evil an idiot, asshole. Yeah, an, an, an evil idiot. idiot. Yeah. Like that guy made a lot more sense because he had a he had a defined goal. He was going to help them because he wanted to be able to hunt something that yeah. nobody else has ever been able to hunt. I think this is almost like a Spielbergian twist on a character because like it's so so he's just an asshole old military man but there has to be some twist there has to be a thing that makes him different from all the other evil assholes on the island oh he likes to pull the teeth out of dinosaurs he's making a tooth collection yeah i'm not kidding that's what he no does. i know yeah that's i know that's a thing it was oh man it's just it's so painful like and it's not like oh i'm collecting these teeth because i'm gonna sell them to another co- company yeah. and they're gonna take the the dna out mm-hmm. like that would have been cool yeah he's like oh yeah rival like i don't know the the Russians, the Chinese, yeah. whatever, like some other corporation. Yeah. And that could have made for a very interesting next movie where then now you have... Like, that would have been great. Like another country yeah. doing the same Interestingly, thing. Interestingly, and they do get into that later on, and I'm particularly interested in that part of the movie as, as a good part of the movie, but they, they could have introduced some sort of syndicate there or some sort of criminal Anything. organization or some sort of country who could be heavily involved in the next one mm-hmm. uh, in terms of, you know, using them for military purposes and things like that. I, so. I, yeah, I, I don't understand. It's like they talk about all the time about how this is like a huge venture for a couple of reasons. One, genetics uh, research, and two, the profits they make from this crazy dinosaur park. Right. And then they never try and like, like oh, something went bad, let's just abandon the project. Yeah, no, if... If this was going to be the end-all, be-all to making yeah. a whole shit ton of money, you would have just built another. Yeah. So, because the thing is, is like, uh, I think, I, does Isla Sorna still exist at this point? I don't, I don't remember. There's a whole other island with dinosaurs on it. Yeah. The, and the, we're not talking like, about well, it. Yeah, wasn't the original park was actually not on this island, but they did move And Jurassic World of it. 2 and 3 took place on Isla Sorna. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, like, there's, yeah. Which they obviously... Yeah. And Ilosorn is still there. Like, nobody's talking about it. But yeah. There's a whole other island with a bunch yeah, of dinosaurs floating uh, around out there. I do like how that they, they always refer back to the original. But, like, yeah, there's, like, there's pterodactyls that they could yeah. fly across water. And, obviously, like... No problem, cities. man. Nobody ever talks about that. Like, oh, now they're out. It's like, mm, yeah. are they? Like, I mean, they, they've been out before. Super intelligent, can build a boat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. There's a lot of things, I think, that they just, like, they think that the audience is just, just wants to see the dinosaurs, which are, that's a big part of the movie. But, I mean, if you want to keep people interested, you need to give us some substance. Give us some story. Well, how about instead we just give you massive awesome explosions yeah because that's what happens baby <laughs> that is what happens let's get into that let's so so what happens here the rescue operation goes horribly wrong and the volcano begins to erupt there's an allosaurus attack uh, in the bunker which franklin and claire barely survive from i was really hoping that we were going to get the uh the whole uh oh thank god somebody's here to help me and then she realizes that it's a decapitated or a disembodied arm Oh, that would have been great. That would have yeah, been that would fantastic. Been yeah, yeah, that would be good. Uh, just like the first one. Yeah. Uh, so there's a showdown in the woods with uh, Zia and Owen as they find Blue. And there's a bunch of military dudes. And it's at this point that's established they just want to capture Blue for whatever nefarious purpose. Uh, so they shoot Owen, right? They shoot him? Yeah. For no explicable reason, but yeah. with a trank dart. Oh, they yeah, they trank him. Yeah, so they yeah. trank dart well, him. Yeah, because he's getting pissed because they're not doing their job properly. Right. Which they're trying to kill the thing they're trying to save. Well, and then he knows he's trying to stop them from that because he knows the thing will kill them all. If they show aggression. Which yeah. it starts to do yeah. pretty quickly. So Blue is ripping a guy's, literally ripping a guy's face off on the ground. And then they and then they shoot her and trank her. You know what's actually very infuriating for me? And this took me out of the movie actually when this scene happened. Because they're like, okay, only hit her with like one or two. Because anything more than that will send her in a shock and kill her. Yeah. And then they shoot her with like four. <laughs> And it's like, and then nobody addresses that. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then they, they also shoot it with a with a regular gun, mm-hmm. which why anybody was equipped with regular guns at all? Yeah, beyond me because they know that the tranquilizers work. Yeah, so you don't need a gun. Yeah, and the tranquilizers and, and, work fast. And yeah, they probably work better because if you shoot something like a T Rex with yeah. a gun, it's the gonna not piss gonna it. Stop it. It's gonna yeah. piss it off. Yeah. It might kill it eventually, it. Yeah. but it's not gonna work faster than the tranks. So why was anyone even equipped with guns? Yeah. Well, he shot him with a pistol, too. It wasn't even like a, yeah, like a big it was, gun. Yeah, it was a handgun. Yeah. Yeah. So the showdown doesn't end well. Uh, they do capture Blue. Zia convinces them to take her with them, specifically to keep it alive. Yeah. Yep, so she holds a gun to his general. Like, they all hold a gun to her. He lowers his gun. She goes with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, stupid standoff. There's, anyway. there's, a, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, uh, very stupid standoff. Oh, did we so, actually explain to everyone listening to our spoiler cast that there was actually a whole operation of, like, pseudo-military mercenaries coming to the island to actually save the dinosaurs? Was well, I kind of referenced that there's a big rescue operation going That's on. That's it, right. But all of these guys, yeah, they're, like, paramilitary. Yeah. Yeah, they're not, like, just contractors doing a job. Yeah, they're, they're like, not They're not dino specialists. They're not... No, they're just a bunch of goons. A bunch of sh- uh, sleeveless men. Lots yeah. of muscles going on, guys. Yeah. Lots of lots of glistening, oily muscles in the yeah. Isla Nublar sun going on here. <laughs> so very impressive. Very impressive. A lot oh, of CG man. muscles, maybe. CG you know? muscles, maybe. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's uh, Spielberg's brand new muscle building tech that he's using in his yeah. movies. Very impressive. They're going to be using it. Uh, he's going to be selling it to James Cameron for the next Avatar movie. Oh, yeah. They're going to be so muscly. Yeah. So glistening and so muscly. So there's some sweet explosions. Uh, lava comes. Oh, God. Yeah, lava comes. And then yeah. so Chris Pratt is just yeah. coming, too, from being tranked. 
And yeah. uh, which is it's kind of goofy because he can barely move and he's sort of flopping around trying to get away from the lava. And the yeah. lava slows down to almost a crawl for him. It doesn't automatically overtake him. And he somehow yeah. makes it out. And Yeah. Even though he's a couple inches away, which uh, you would combust faster. You would, yeah, yeah. If you're that close to it. You're I think right. you can't be within what? Uh, like a lava in, in that state. You can't be you. within a couple feet of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the ground near you is going to be like melting the soles of your shoes. Yeah. So it's already going to be very, very hot. So there's a movie that actually did that. I think it was like, there's like a volcano eruption in like New York or something like that. Oh, that sounds very accurate then. Like in the movie. Yeah. They, yeah. yeah. The guy's like trying to save something from like a subway train. Yeah. And his shoes are melting right underneath them. Right. He's trying to carry them out and he actually doesn't survive. He actually throws the person out. Should have just thrown the shoes. Well, I think the shoes were kind of like protecting his feet from the Oh, did he, did he throw the person floor. back down the steps? No, like they were on the train. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like the train stopped and was getting overtaken by lava. I think it was like, oh, I can't remember what movie it was. okay. It's one of those old, like, you know, there's like a, there was like a time where there's like volcano movies all over the place. Yeah. Uh, but there were no dinosaurs? Yeah. Not Dante's, not, not Dante's Peak. What was the other one? I think it was just called Volcano. There was just one called Volcano. I think that's and probably Tommy Lee yeah. Jones. I think that's it. I think that's the one. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Tommy Lee Jones, saving people from volcanoes. Sweet. Yeah. We could have used some Tommy Lee Jones at this point in this movie. He would have made a great general guy. He would have. Oh, what a missed opportunity. So we got this no-name dude, whatever. You know why he probably didn't play it? Because the role was shit. Uh, he probably read the script, yeah. 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 So they're running with the dinos, trying to escape the eruptions. I'm not biased. Uh, not at all. So the group, uh, Sanzia, who was kidnapped by the military dudes to save Blue, who was shot while ripping guys' face off in the woods, finds a gyro ball from the first Jurassic World. So that's the glass, yeah, the fiberglass, whatever ball that they're riding around in. That are that are designed to actually be safe, even if a dinosaur tries to aggressively attack it. Yes, this is true. So only Claire and Franklin make it into the ball and begin, and it begins to roll down the hillside toward the ocean. Uh, Owen is, is is running as fast as that ball and dinosaurs somehow. So he's a man, but he can run at like 30 miles an hour or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's dodging a lot of dinos around. T-Rex makes a quick appearance. Yep, because has to. Straight body slams another dinosaur. Well, yeah, there's, on. there's a Carnotaurus attacking the ball. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Carnotaurus comes in, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, then that's the, that's the horned, smaller T-Rex mm-hmm. looking thing. Mm-hmm. Looks like a devil dinosaur. Yep, it is the so-called devil dinosaur. The Carnotaurus. Lots of running here. They're, they they see in the distance. There's like a, a cliff's edge, so that's what he's running for. Basically, so they all go to the water. Yeah. Uh, there's a quick scene where they're like the the ball is filling up with water. They're gonna die anyway. Everybody's saved. Everybody's fine. Uh, they end up <laughs> on a beach. Uh, a lot of dinos drowning in the water. Kind of sad to see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very tragic. Uh, lots of lava flying down on them when they're down there too. So, sorry, I jumped ahead here. Uh, There's Bedlam back at the loading docks. That's what I wrote. Oh my god, you did. Bedlam. So, which they're sort of spying on from afar, the the main group. So, dinos are getting flown in with, like, helicopters. And they're just, like, strapped on to, like, these dangling... Yeah, it feels like there was, like, another movie going on that we didn't see. Yeah. That would have probably been more fun to watch. Yeah. Like, how... (laughs) How are they... Like, the capturing process, I think, would be really cool if you see how they ca- try and capture It's an dinosaurs. allosaurus, too. Like, how did yeah, you get the strap around him? How was this balanced? And it's awake, right? It's not even tranked. Yeah, it's awake. Yeah. It's so snapping like, at people as it floats by. Right, which makes... Like, why didn't they trank it? One. Why doesn't it just attack the strap that's that it's dangling from? Yeah. They, these things are supposed to be not that stupid. So, you would think that they would, you know, at least try and gnaw at the straps. Well, what do they do? Like... Did they lower him into some sort of like top-loading cage? Is that how they got him on there? Like, 
I only saw backloading cages. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they got some momentum and they sort of swung him in there. That's what I was thinking, yeah. Yeah, just really just swung him in and then yeah. hit the release. Yeah. And but we don't know because they didn't show it. I, I just imagine it happened really fast and they had the comical, like, yeah. 40 mile per hour throw <laughs> as it flies into this, like, target kind of cage. And the Allosaurus makes it sound like, ah! Or they should have just done the Wilhelm scream. Oh, dude, yeah. yeah. The Will Scream was in it, I think. I heard it It, it was. Yeah. It's, it's in almost every movie. Yeah. It was in, oh my god, small tangent, very, yeah. very small tangent. There was a movie that came out called Tao on Netflix. It's a horror movie about this AI. Uh, it's... We were watching it recently. Oh, yeah? Did yeah. you finish it? No. Don't blame you. Okay. Uh, but, like, the main antagonist in the movie dies with a Wilhelm scream. Are you serious? Yeah. That's incredible. I was you like, no, the you... sound engineer did not take that seriously. Yes. At all. It, the movie ended up being so bad. That's amazing. As Netflix movies typically are. I don't, I don't know. The Ritual was fantastic. I didn't see The Ritual. Oh, watch that. Which one's that? Uh, it's the one where there's a bunch of buddies kind of going on a hiking trip. One of them gets injured. So they're like, oh, let's just take a quick jaunt through this forest. It'll cut our time in half and get this guy to the hospital. And ends up they end up on a uh, old hidden village of uh, like Norse mythology. That sounds extremely sacrifice. cool. It's really good. That sounds extremely cool. Yeah. I was talking more about like, what's the one with Terminator and he was in Terminator and he was an avatar. Which apparently there's another Terminator coming out. Oh God. So uh, they're, Sam Worthington. Sam Worthington. And they, they, they need to send him to Titan, the moon Titan of Jupiter. Oh, you're talking about Titan? Yeah. It's called Titan. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then to yeah. do this, they don't just train them to be astronauts on another planet. No, no. They they transform him into a hideous man-fish beast. Yes. Who no longer tentacles. communicates through speech. He only communicates through telepathy. Because that's how genetics work. They work that quickly, and they and they change you that drastically. And then, so it's like a sort of so a, it's this metamorphosis kind of movie situation. And then they still send him to Titan at the end. And I was like, what the hell? Yeah, like, why did they send him to Titan? And he's, like, gliding like... over the water with his with his lizard like, wings. Like, yeah. it was just, God, it was but awful. It, it made no sense. They're like, oh, wow, this project failed. Let's send him to Titan anyway. It was so stupid. I was, like, upset with it. Like, what? Yeah. Oh, and they sent him there, and his wife and his kids are back on Earth, and he still has a little communicator. Which he that... can't use. No, wait, is it a communicator that he has, or is he doing it telepathy, like telepathically? I don't know. I think he he's either communicating via communicator at the end, which is absurd, or telepathically, which is also absurd. The whole movie was stupid. That was absolutely like the awful. Only, the only chance for the human, uh, this new branch of human species, like whatever the hell they called them, to survive would have required him and uh, I don't know four hundred other human beings, but none of they, they just sent him because you know yeah, there's not even like a female. No. And they showed the planet, like, Titan at the end, and it looked lame. Well, that's kind of how it looks. Like, you chose for them to send you there alone to live out your life? Yeah, with no technological support, nothing to really feed on. It's just on. rocks and, like, pools of methane. Like, yeah. why do you want to go there? Totally lame. I don't know. I'm not about Titan, man. Yeah. So, whatever, dude. I'm just going to get mad if we keep talking about it, so let's just Yeah, on. well, I already am mad. I'm already there, man. <laughs> Netflix movies. Anyway... Some of them are good. So we're talking Most about the escape not, but... from Isla Nublar. So that's yeah. where we're at here. So anyway, Chris Pratt, which Owen, Claire, other guy, IT guy. So they're all trying to escape, right? Yeah. So they're running, running, Com running. Comic relief IT guy. Yeah, comic relief IT guy, token IT guy. So they're running, running, running. The boat is pulling away with the dinosaurs on it, right? They got to make this boat. It's the only, it's the last boat. Yeah. And behind him is the slowest pyroclastic flow in the history of 
history. Lava flows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so they're running. So they end up hijacking. Not hijacking, just turning on a truck. Yeah, I think that, there would have been a lot more people surviving Pompeii if the lava moved at that speed. Yeah, for sure there would have been. Yeah. Because yeah, you could have, like, outwalked it. Yeah. Or outcrawled it. Uh, so anyway, they hop on this truck. The, tr- the truck, though, has to make a jump from the dock into the boat. Now, now keep in mind, these guys are, like, interlopers. Like, these guys are not... Like, it's assumed they're dead already. Yeah, right? like, like, yeah, because the, the comically evil guy, for no explicable reason, leaves people to yeah, die. Yeah, leaves people to die on a silent. And yeah. everybody else who's with him people are just like... People who were hired by his boss. Yeah, and every, and everyone else is just like, yeah, that's cool, whatever. Yeah, let's, just leave... Let's, nobody cares, right? Like, let's not, like, trank the guys and just leave them on the boat. No, it's let's trank them and leave them here for the lava like, to kill them. Like, there's not one guy in the squad. They tra- they, they trank Chris Pratt, the lava's yeah. coming down on him, and he's like, shouldn't we... Yeah, like... Shouldn't we grab this guy? <laughs> like we can't just leave him here. Like he was hot. Like he was hard. People are gonna ask where he went. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then there's gonna be to inqu- there's story. gonna be a board of inquiry. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something there's gonna be. We have to come up with a story about what the hell happened to him. Anyway, forget all <laughs> that. that because, what, forget what, all that because now we're ramping a truck off of a, a flatbed, a flatbed truck off of a dock into a, a ship, and the catch. No one can notice us do this. And the best part is, this is there's no ramp. There's no. ramp. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at it. I'm like, like I'm like, feet. yeah, it was like 100 feet, and the back of the boat ramp is like folding upward. Like you know, you know how boats yeah, are. Yeah, they yeah. fold the it's ramp a up. Yeah, it's, it's a, a ferry. It's a, car, it's a car ferry, which yeah. makes no sense. It would never be able to hold these dinosaurs, right, right. but whatever. Um, yeah, they ramp it off of the no ramp dock and make the jump. Yeah, and it's then crazy, and then nobody seems to give and a fuck or notice. And they slam down inside yeah. of the boat. It's a massive noise. And I'm and I'm expecting at this point for all these guards to come running. But yeah, what like, the hell was that? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, a whole bunch of people like AR. There's no, no one. Nobody gives a fuck. There's like 17 dinosaurs in here, and there's no one there to like watch anything that's happening. Yeah. Where are they all? There yeah. was like a hundred dudes. Yeah. Anyway, whatever, man. That, that, see, that's the thing is like people need to understand. I don't hate this movie for its content in the sense of like a dinosaur movie. I'm like that's cool. I really wanted to see that. Uh, it was just there's so much bad writing bad bad writing maybe bad direction i don't know like it's already a dinosaur movie so somebody, i'm already somebody, suspending belief somebody you know yeah, what I mean? somebody dropped like, the ball like suspending belief is different from assuming the viewer is an idiot and won't notice these these big plot holes yeah like, like i have like, a problem with that they need to take like a a page out of like the mist where it's like there's like you know the mist is like there's a bunch of aliens outside everyone's in this grocery store right, right. and it's like the movie isn't about the like the the creature outside or in this case it was like it's not necessarily mm-hmm. about the dinosaurs but like the interactions that this scenario creates with the people mm-hmm. would have made a better movie yeah kind of like actually a spielberg movie like uh war of the worlds where a lot of the conflict in it becomes between man versus man yeah rather than man versus alien yeah right so there's like the scene where they're trapped with tim robbins and in, 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 yeah. in his basement right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then he's already lost his mind yeah uh, but he ends up having to fight with like the tom cruise character uh, for control of that basement, right? Because yep. he's already he's gone mad. Um, yeah, I, I prefer to see that human to human conflict. But I mean, um, even if they did the dinosaur stuff, it's like then then do the dinosaur stuff. Yeah. Like like make the antagonist a dinosaur. Yeah, and it's interesting because they do set up antagon human antagonist in this, but at no point is it ever human antagonist versus human antagonist. It always has to be human versus dinosaur in some form or another. But like they don't even do it. They don't even. I don't know. So we're going to get to all those here right now because now they're going to take all those dinosaurs back. But before they get back to California, Northern California, which is apparently where they're going, uh, yeah. before they get back there, 
there is a scene in which Blue is bleeding out and they have to save her. So the plan is to get blood for her to transfuse. So the only dinosaur they're able to get blood from in that whole hole of that ship. Of all the, the arc of all the dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, is apparently a T-Rex. Yeah, because we need to get more screen time for the T-Rex. Yeah. I honestly believe Well, it was that's funny, too, for. because the girl was leading into it. She's like, what we need is the blood of this type of dinosaur, a kind that walks on two hind legs and has short forearms and is a predator and hunts. Yeah. And, and is big. Yeah. And Obviously, be- it's a freaking T-Rex. Like, we get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's what you're getting at. So, anyways, so they go, and it's it's uh, Owen and Claire trying to get the blood out of the T-Rex. So uh, Chris Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard again, and uh, they're 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 you know they're goofing off. Anyway, they get they yeah. get the blood out of the T Rex. T Rex almost eats Chris Pratt. I think at this moment somebody does notice that there's other people running around in their ship. Yeah, they're like oh, what's going on over here? Like sort of Metal Gear Solid style. Yeah, that's exactly what yeah, they're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's like, what was that? Just yeah, now? yeah. <laughs> the little exclamation yeah. point pops up. And then and then they're like, oh, it was probably just the T Rex. And then they turn into a question mark. Yeah. And then they just walked away. It's kind of like searching. I was like, oh, yeah. must have been my imagination. So they save Blue. Blue's happy. Yep. Yeah. And like the, the big thing about Blue is that not only is she a genetic marvel, but she is also the only dinosaur that is effectively domesticated. Yeah. She's a behavioral marvel too. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So that's kind of why they want her because we're about to jump back and explain why in just a second. So they, mm. they make it to mainland uh, with the dinosaurs. They unload them. And then we'll get to the reason why in just yeah, a moment. The so dinosaurs are safe. Roll yeah. credits. So let's let's yeah, that's the end <laughs> of the movie, everybody. So we'll backtrack here for a minute uh, because there's a scene, and I don't remember when, uh, but a couple points were established back at the mansion. We cut back to the mansion at some point here in the middle of that Isla Nublar scene. So one, uh, the girl Maisie does not know her parentage, and Lockwood, who's supposed to be her grandpa, is clearly trying to hide the secret of her parentage, which apparently is contained on a single photograph that the girl is acutely aware of. That Lockwood is trying to hide from her. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> He's like reading this book. There. Yeah. And there's like one photograph sticking out. You can see the top of somebody's head, and she goes. She's like looking at it, and then he like sees that she's looking at it, and he promptly pushes the photo back. Yeah. <laughs> this pages. is this is secure, right? This is the like the secret that you're trying to hide from her. Yeah. And she literally walk into your room any night you're sleeping and just get it. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And she and eventually she, does. She clearly wants to know. So Lockwood is not great at hiding things, nor is Eli, because the girl that overhears him talking uh, with an auctioneer about selling the dinos uh, at an auction for like, I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going like to recruit criminals. their costs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We want to deploy dinosaurs as weapons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, which is kind of what we're getting at here. Like and war then, dog stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then he, she sneaks her way into the lab under the mansion, uh, which is back in operation and being run by another, none other than, da-da-da, Petey Wong. Dr. Wu from the original Jurassic Park yep. and Jurassic World. Uh, the girl, Maisie, also sees a video of Owen conveniently on a computer uh, where he's training cute baby raptors uh, to... To humanize the character. Yeah, to humanize, yeah. to humanize him and the raptor so that, that Maisie knows that she can trust him. Yes, that exactly. Is literally that the is only the reason. only reason why it's there. And is there any reason why that video is on somebody's desktop for no explicable reason? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. So, but I uh, think they're trying to explain it as uh, Doctor Wu actually wants to know if uh, you know they can potentially do the same for these weaponized dinosaurs that they're creating. Yes. Right. So, because of course he's made another dinosaur. So the, in the last one it was Indominus Rex. In this one he's made the Indoraptor. Uh, yeah. So Maisie accidentally stumbles in like right in front of the Indoraptor paddock and it's like yes. freaking out and and tries to eat her. Right. And like that was the that was the thing that made no sense to me. It's like oh. Um, we got the genetic material 
um, like not long before this rescue op happens. Yeah. And they somehow gestate an Indoraptor from the genetic material. Oh, that's right. In, like, what, the matter of, like, a couple weeks? Because it's supposed to be, yeah, because it's supposed to have Indominus Rex DNA. Yeah. Yeah. Because they say the DNA was inside... The bone that they just retrieved. And they even talk about, they, like, decoded it and found the code of some other animal in it, which turns out to be the Indoraptor. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. This is a fully grown... Yeah. No, like that's nasty saying. looking like, dinosaur. It's a very poorly written movie. Wow, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. It's so bad. Yeah, it is. Wow. It's, it's disheartening because, wow, wow. like I said, I love, love, love Jurassic Park, the original. So now we stopped just short here of dinosaur that shoots laser beams because it's a dinosaur that follows laser beams. The Indoraptor. Apparently, they're able to target using lasers. Yeah. Like hand lasers, oh like what it's supposed to attack. Yeah, it's like painting a target. Yeah, basically they're able to paint targets. So so this dinosaur was designed for military use, but they don't know how to control it, which is why they need Blue to learn about the behavior, Except or so they know Blue how to can control, control it. it. Yeah. Except they totally know how to control it because they've designed a laser that makes it attack things. So it's like, oh, when you get in the cage, keep point the laser, point the laser <laughs> God at, damn at it. in the cage. Oh, what a massive plot hole, like, man. There's like so many... Oh, yeah, control it with God. lasers. Yeah, You're already doing it, man. Exactly. You want it to, you want it to eat? They've not really, eat? They've attack? Really... Not attack? Lasers! You've already figured it out. Yeah. Stop trying to get blue. Like, who cares? It's like, that should have been like, okay, bonus if you get this raptor, thumbs up. And, like, it, yeah. I don't know. There's... God damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm ruining it even more. God damn it. I still like the movie. I'm trying to... Yeah, uh, like... So, anyway, Eli clearly just wants to monetize and sell blue which is kind of the point they're getting at. So Macy tries to tries to hide, and then the Indoraptor is revealed. Uh, jump to auction at the mansion. So now we're back. Yeah. The dinosaurs have arrived. They're unloading them. They're taking them into and the they, auction. And they're selling them to people from around the world. Yeah, and, and a lot of these people could... They could just be, like, really, really rich people. Some of them certainly seem... Oh, and some definitely seem like... They're government. Uh, crime lords. Crime crime is some of them, but some of them seem like they're government officials. Yeah, too. yeah. They're, yes. to, they're right. there to get a, a, a military action. There's a menacing Russian man. Yeah, which it's not very... I think he's I think he's actually just like a, a government representative. They're like, hey, there's Vladimovov or something, and he's like, hello, like dinosaurs. Yeah. Like, like dinosaurs drink vodka. Token Russian guy. Yeah, token yeah, Russian yeah. guy. So, so he's slamming shots of vodka with the Indoraptor. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, I would have I would have been more interested to see that scene to be <laughs> honest. It's like okay, I'm gonna do this shot, and when I do this shot, I want you to take the laser pointer and shoot it at that glass, oh, and the Indoraptor to do the, the shot. Laser at the shot, yeah, that you want then, him to do, yeah, that you want the Indoraptor to do, dude. We could do that with humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just called putting a shot. In front We're of behavioralists. <laughs> we just wrote a better story. No, we like that. no, we did not. <laughs> just like my Deadpool three script. I do uh, like the Deadpool three script. I'll oh, give you, made, I will man. give you that. I'm not giving up on that. Uh, so Owen and Claire are prisoners at this point. Evil military man has found them. Right, they found them on the boat. Yeah, uh, IT guy has been uh, co-opted in, into helping them, so they mistook him for somebody who was helping. So, like, okay, let me clear. This that, parama- that, this that, par- that actually that did make sense, though. But that par- was funny. No, but listen, the paramilitary force is made up of a bunch of sleeveless, muscular men. Yes. Okay? So, army-seeming men. Yeah. They find this one guy who's, who's not. clearly a nerd, like, yes. just hanging around with yeah. glasses and the big hair and everything. Anyway, so, and then, and then they <laughs> think he is a part of their crew. Yeah. Like who hired this guy? Yeah, I know. Like, the, the, there's the, not one dude on your team who can bench who 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 benches less than like 400 pounds. Yeah, and you, this guy? Yeah, what's he doing? Oh, like that was the thing that didn't make any sense to me because they knew that they had people like these like civilians effectively. Yeah, 
um, coming up with them on this trip, which there was not enough. We never saw a lot of them. Yeah, they, they weren't they were fleshed there. out as characters. Yeah, yeah so were... like, so when, yeah, you're right. It does seem like it's a plot hole, but it was funny, though, in the sense that it's like, hey, it's a random guy standing around. Of course he's supposed to be here. Like, hey, you idiot. Of course he's out. supposed to be working, yeah. 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 Anyway, they, they sent him up. I don't know. I, I feel like they say, go up there and scrub the deck or something really stupid like that. Oh, I think they're like running a rope or something. Yeah, go yeah. run a rope. Go scrub the, I don't know, something stupid just to get him out of the, out of the picture. Anyway, so he's there somewhere as well running around. Uh, Claire and Owen escape because uh, next to them they are in, and I have the name here, Pachycephalosaurus, which is the head-butting dinosaur. Yeah. So sort of human, that human that height. Yeah, it was pretty wild. <laughs> um, so he's in the he's in the he's in the sort of cage next to them, and then yeah. he lures it over by tapping on the wall. Or? I think he was like whistling at it or something. Yeah, he was like, like whistling. Yeah, he, was, he was irritating the shit. And it, it. it's a well-known scientific fact that the Pachycephalosaurus hates whistling. Absolutely yeah. despises whistling. So he's slamming his head. Into the wall, wall, trying to get yeah. through, right? He does get through, and then he's tricked into uh, freeing himself and Claire and Owen as he crashes through the door, through the gate. Yeah, the gate. Yeah. So once he's in their cell. Yep. So that happened. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, free. yeah, and then, and then Owen sends him down on the elevator into the Pachycephalosaurus in, in an elevator to the room where the auction is happening. Yep. And they're selling dinosaurs left and right, man. They make it a point to kind of yeah. show they're really slinging these things, Yeah, right? they are selling, like, this one's like a tank. Yeah, yeah. This one's, like, not a tank, but kind of cool. Yeah, the auctioneer is like, he's the tank of dinosaurs! And yeah. <laughs> and I'm just stupidest. like, rolling my eyes. Oh, boy. Anyway, they're going for millions of dollars. The dinosaurs quite expensive, turns out. Uh, so they're making money, man. Eli is happy. Eli is happy. Yeah. But at this point, he's been established as bad. And again, I don't know when it happens. He goes up and suffocates Lockwood at some point. Yeah, because that's what, whenever you're trying to save the family uh, estate and whatnot by selling off these dinosaurs, yeah. the next best thing to do is to kill the guy. Yeah, we probably should have said that. Eli is responsible for the estate of John Hammond yeah. uh, and Lockwood, which is why he's there to begin with. Yeah. But yeah, he ends up killing Lockwood. Uh, girl finds Lockwood dead. Maisie finds him dead. Finds his journal. She looks at a picture. This was confusing to me. Because, okay, so I, I wrote it in here. I bet I can answer this. I think I already know the question. Yeah, so Maisie, Maisie discovers he's dead, takes the picture from the book. I don't know what the picture indicated to her. Okay, all right. So what the picture was... Like, I know what she ended up being, but I don't know how the right, picture... Right, that's what it is. Okay, so what the picture is, it's a picture of her, yeah. but it's an old picture. And the reason is because it's Lockwood's daughter um, who died. Wait, so it's... It's his wife and his daughter? Because there's a woman in the picture, too. Who's the woman? Yeah, it's his wife. Oh. It, so, so his daughter it, never grew to maturity. Or even if she, she died young. That's yeah. all we know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So that, the picture is her as a kid. Yeah. And then so Maisie sees it and she's like, oh, shit. Because, like, they kind of... It, the picture, both characters in the picture kind of had the same face. It looked, like, digitally rendered to show the same face. Yeah. Or something. So I'm like... Wait, is was his wife a clone and the daughter's a clone? The daughter's dead, daughter's alive, she's a clone. Actually, I, I, don't, I don't know if it was. It wasn't a what? I don't know if it, I don't think it was the wife. I think it was the um. No, it was the uh, nanny. Oh, it was the nanny? Yeah, I thought they were digitally altered to look similar. Uh, no, it was just the nanny when she's young. Did he clone his nanny? No, oh, no, okay, same weird. nanny. All right. Well, anyway, There's so a nanny, not an important character. So Maisie's a clone. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's why Lockwood and Hammond were not friends anymore because Lockwood's like, I'm going to clone people. And Hammond's like, no, don't do that. That's unethical. And then they, they split up and Lockwood did it anyway. Apparently. Yes. Yeah. 
Well, they, that's when the Hammond found out that he had done that. That's when they cut ties. Yeah. I wonder if they're trying to allude to the fact that, like, or maybe they're testing this out as a particular plot point they can use in the future, but I don't actually care about human clones. See, what I think it is is that they're going to do this and we're going to find out that this is, uh, this is actually part of the Steve Rogers project where they're trying to uh, make superhumans. Oh, and it's going to be an MCU tie buddy. Yep, this is definitely getting in MCU territory. No, yeah, no, it's... it's it. Who would win in a fight? Steve Rogers or T-Rex? I think Steve Rogers would. Uh, with or without the shield? With the shield. Yeah, Steve Rogers would win. Without the shield. I have a T-Rex would win. No, he, he would come up with something really smart. Plot armor, you mean? He would, like, he would, like <laughs> grab an implement or a blunt object of some sort and I, battle. Yeah, I think what he would do is he'd probably just, like, rip out one of the T-Rex's teeth and kill it with it. We see the savage side of Steve Rogers. Then he'd regret it. Depends it on where the battle's him. happening. If well, it was no, no. happening near a cliff's edge, he could trick it into, into falling off the cliff's edge. Yeah. 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 Oh, we just wrote a sweet movie, man. Oh, I'm all about this. You keep this. saying that, but I'm not sure if we have. I'm all about this. <laughs> Avengers 5, man. So anyway, Lockwood's dead. Uh, back to the auction. So what happens here, Indoraptor comes out, scares the shit out of everybody in there, because he's scary, man. The Indoraptor was really well animated, it, it, looked very menacing. It was luminous for no explicable reason. Yeah, it was luminous. It had a, a yellow stripe. It had red eyes, red glowing eyes, yeah. big teeth, big claws. Not a nice looking dude. So very, very nasty looking dinosaur. As they're selling dinosaurs off, he's the next one. Originally, they're not going to sell him. They're just trying to sell the idea of yeah, him. Yeah, he's a prototype. Yeah, so this is a prototype. We're making more like him that we can control or whatever. How much would you pay? But people start to bid on him. Yeah, and they just end up selling him. And then Eli's like, oh, all right, because he's worth like $100 million or whatever. Yeah. He's like, go for it. So anyway, they end up trying to sell him. Uh, it's at this point, the Pachycephalosaurus ends up arriving in the elevator. He runs through the crowd. Just yeah. smacking people left and right. They're flying 20, 30 feet in the air. Yeah. They, yeah. They, 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 at this point, logic has got out of the room and we've gone for Kill Bill physics. It's Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, this is Kill Bill of dinosaur flicks going on here. Uh, so Owen arrives right behind him. Yeah. So And then he runs through the room and is just leveling dudes. Yeah. It was actually a cool fight scene. It was pretty like, He was just leveling guys as he went along. In the chaos, trying, yeah. Yeah, and then so they're trying to get the Indoraptor back using a lever. He's... He, punches a guy and then he stops the lever i don't know anyway he stops yeah. the lever and it go and the indoraptor ends up back in the middle of the room uh what happens next oh the oh, fight sort of spills yeah, outside it spills outside yeah. and then and then the room's essentially empty and weird evil hunter guy no 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 he's like military man angry yeah, military, military man, man. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah it's the same it's the same yeah. guy that sh- that's uh, yep. that's been ruining the whole movie yeah. for rob uh and he <laughs> And he goes in, he's like, oh, I don't have that guy's tooth yet. Oh, I need that tooth. Let me, uh, it's right by the bars, but let me go into the cage for no explicable reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this seems like a so safe fucking him. plan. Yeah, he tra- well, he thinks he tranks him. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right, he thinks he tranks he him. He loves those tranquilizers, man. Yeah. He's like all about this tranquilizer. And the tranquilizer probably should have worked, but then didn't. Yeah. For reasons no, unknown. For, for furthering well, th- the plot. When it happened, I thought that maybe one of the things that they genetically designed this dinosaur to do was, be more was metabolize. Yeah, that would make sense actually. Very quickly, because if that you're in a war sense. setting, the first thing you're trying to do is take it down and steal it and steal it. Yeah. yeah. No, so, you're right. Yeah, that's that, what that I would make sense. Yeah. So anyway, that might be the only thing that makes but, sense in this moment. <laughs> maybe, yeah. And then obviously he gets eaten and he gets out. Yeah. So he tries to get the tooth. Dinosaur. Well, he first he his tail comes up and he's like oh it's moving and then he looks and the tail's down and he looks again the tail's yeah, up inexplicable comical yeah. moment and then it rips his arm off yeah and just pounces on him and starts ripping him up right so yeah pretty mean dinosaur but he's hungry yeah you'd be too if you were him 
So everybody else is trying to get out, including the auctioneer. He ends up on the elevator too. So yeah. dinosaur is big on elevators, it turns out. Yeah. Yeah. So he takes the elevator up though, whereas the pachycephalosaurus took it down. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So uh, so Indoraptor is now on the main floor of the house, running around doing his thing. So yeah. at this point, Claire, Maisie, uh, Owen team up. They're running around the house. Getting Trying away, to get away from getting the away multiple times, not getting away, getting seen, running again, hiding. Yeah. Lots of that going on. Big fight. There's a big fight between Blue and the Indoraptor. The Indoraptor. Big fight. And then, and then there's not a fight, and then there is a fight again on the roof. And, and then, then, yeah, and uh, what's it? Claire uh, uses the laser pointer. Oh yeah. Against Owen, and I was like, oh sweet. Did we just get an awesome plot twist? And then it turns no. out, no. Dude, I was floored by that. I'm like, oh man, is she really going to sacrifice like, him? Yeah, yeah, it looked like she was ready and to then, do that. And then he looked at her like, I know what you're doing. And I'm like, nobody would ever know that. <laughs> nobody would ever know that. Like, you're going to kill me right now? Like, really? Yeah. So, yeah. but why does the laser pointer have to be pointed at a man? Because uh, you don't want to point at a kid. Well, no, why can't she just point it at the glass? Oh, yeah, And yeah, be yeah. like, attack the glass, fall through, and kill yourself. No, yeah. Because the Interruptor falls through the glass, gets knocked through the glass by Blue, and falls on the horns yeah. of a Triceratops skull underneath and dies. Yeah. But like, what? But this happens first where she points it at Owen, he dodges it, it breaks the glass. Yeah. And then it falls through after after Blue jumps on yeah. it. But why couldn't she have just pointed it at the glass in the first place? Because that wouldn't have been suspenseful, I guess. I don't know, man. You're at, you're You're looking for logic where there isn't any. This is why I get, see, that's the thing, is I'm not mad at these movies, because, like, this is the same thing I had a problem with Star Wars. It's just, it's bad writing. Yeah. It is bad writing. It is bad writing. I think it's maybe too many, too many hands in the cookie jar, so to speak. That's what it is. I I think it's everybody trying to put their imprint on it, and it just gets really mumbled. Yep. Yeah. I think they genuinely left the first Jurassic World up to Colin Trevorrow, and it was a good reimagining, I thought. I, it was okay. Yeah, and the I thought one, it was a better the, movie than this one. The one thing that was, like, really great that they... Oh, I was so happy they addressed it, because it's, it, it's a small detail. But, like, uh, when we look at the dinosaurs that were actually on the planet, mm. uh, they were um, avian, uh, a lot of them. Avian, right. avian and reptilian. Right. They had, like, feathers, stuff like that. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, like you know, oh, yeah, we're making the newest, biggest, meanest-looking dinosaurs. And he actually says, he's like, dinosaurs never actually look like this. Right. We just make them scarier because it brings more money, more people yes, to the park. Yes, yeah. And I was like, wow, that, that thank you for that doing that. That was very, very cool. Because it was yeah. just like an easy time where they're like, yeah, we're we're designing them to look yeah. scarier. And an Indoraptor did have some feathers poking out of his back, too. Or some spines that spines. look kind of like feathers. I think it was like, it was like bones because it's evil. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of bony <laughs> protrusions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so, uh, no, I thought he had some like feathers on his head. Maybe. Yeah, we'll have to look at pictures later. Doesn't actually matter. Doesn't. Yeah. So, uh, B.D. Wong is really bummed. So, right. So, you know, yeah, his, his creation's been destroyed again, yeah. So, I, I don't know. He'll probably show up again, I would imagine. Yeah, he didn't die, did uh, he? Eli gets eaten at the end. Uh, they, did, they actually, yeah, they, he got away with the bone, right? Or no, the, the no, bone, bone, bone was dropped. Yeah, because they could never go back and get another one. You got it. Off the same body. Yeah. That would be impossible. Because lava. Oh, no, you're saying they might be able to. No, they probably could. Yeah, you're right. They probably could. Yeah. Yeah. So, which they probably will. That's Jurassic Park. Jurassic, Jurassic World, World 3. 3. So, and then at some point in the end there, Jeff Goldblum comes back and says, it is now Jurassic World. Or he says, welcome to Jurassic World. And he means it, because he doesn't yeah. just mean a park. He means the whole world. Yeah, the dinosaurs are out. They're out. Oh, yeah, they release them at the end. Yeah. Oh, oh Maisie releases them. Yeah. That was a dumb scene, too. Oh, I was so happy about it, too, because they're like, 
oh, we got to get these dinosaurs out. There's like smoke and, and, and gas. Yeah, they're going to get killed by gas. Yeah, gas was going to kill all the gas, dinosaurs. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you know, we should let them out. And then there's a moment where they hesitate and they're like, no. Actually, you know what? We shouldn't. We, they should go. Which probably would have been the right choice yeah, if would, logic existed yes. in this world. And they actually do commit to it. And it's like a really yeah. sad scene because you're like, they're just watching the dinosaurs, these dinosaurs die. die. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, wow, this is so impactful. And then Maisie hits the release button. I'm like, fuck off. God damn it. I was like, you, you have one redeeming moment in this movie and you fucked it up. Yeah. So that actually would have been a great plot point because that would have been the one moment where like logic would have taken over. Yeah. Which it did. Technically, but then they let like a nine-year-old run away with it. Yeah. So and they're like, "Oh, well, she's cute girl, and she made a choice to save the dinosaurs." You know, regarding Maisie, like I'm very disappointed because like so since uh, the last uh, Jurassic World, you know, we've gotten uh, like Stranger Things, and we've gotten the remake of It. We've actually gotten some movies where kids play really prominent roles, and they do such a good job of it. Yeah. So it's it's very disappointing to see them backtrack in any way from the quality we expect from a role that a kid can play. Yes. In, in a film, so it just wasn't creative at all. And it was unfortunate because they they missed out on some things too, where it's like they've got this kid who's a clone. It's like they could have gone so much more like, oh yeah, we got your daughter back and she's smarter. They could have revealed that like another character was a clone as well and like we didn't expect it. You know what I mean? Like they could have really done some cool things with it, but yeah, yeah, totally disappointing. So Easter eggs, uh, John Hammond's Amber Kane was in Lockwood's possession. You know, so I was just, mosquito on it. I was just, I was just thinking, uh, you know, that would have been really good if like all of a sudden, like right near the end, uh, Owen's running around and he runs into himself. And it's like oh, they sent clones to go retrieve dude. them. Dude, because they need the dinosaur with the good behavior, but they also need the man who can train the good behavior as well. They need more of yeah. him. Dude. That would have been yeah, so sweet. That would have been good. Well, basically anything would be better than what happened. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, there's various locales from the original Jurassic Park. So they show the bunker where Sam Jackson's character got eaten by raptors. So that was the one they went into and ended up in that auxiliary control room where the Allosaurus attacked and the lava attacked. Was that what that was? Yeah. Yeah, that was from the original park. Oh. Yeah. So so they showed that. They showed the Brachiosaur death, uh, which is a throwback to the original Brachiosaur shown in Jurassic Park 1. So where he's standing on his hind legs. Yeah. So because there's like the first time you see the Brachiosaur in the first Jurassic Park, yeah. he's standing on his hind legs and eating right, right, right. trees. This one stands on his legs and gets overtaken by fire and, and a very slow yeah. pyroclastic flow. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the pyroclastic yeah. flow. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. What happened to... There's a, that one dinosaur, and I was like, why isn't it here? The one that spits, like, ink in, or tar in people's face, whatever the hell it is. Oh, yeah. Duh. It starts with a D. Yeah, I don't know what it's Diplodocus, called. Diplodocus, no. That was another long-necked one. The deck, deck, duh, duh, duh. I don't know. Uh, D named dinosaur that yeah. spits acid. Yeah. Yeah, where was he? I don't know. He's a cool one. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> There's always like, got to be that scene where it's like staring down some guy with a rifle and it spits in his yeah. eyes and then he sh- misses and shoots his friends. But he's got to he's got to do like the thing where like he shows up and they're like not afraid of him and then then yeah. the, the, and then the, the thing comes out and he's like Rah! like yeah. in, the, in Jurassic Park one remember that <laughs> he ate Newman yeah oh that was great <laughs> and it's it's so funny it's like they're like oh you're just a stupid old dinosaur it's like first off not that small. Secondly, yeah. you're working at a park and you don't know what the fuck that thing is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You idiot, you deserve to die. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Nobody told you about this one? Uh, the Indoraptor nail tapped as it hunts, so similar to the oh, that raptors. Was, oh my god, I hated yeah. that too. Well, he's got raptor blood. Well, uh, yeah, it's a raptor, I get it, but like they're, they're clearly... And it's uh, Indominus Ugh. Rex. Oh my god. And it's a T-Rex. He's like, you know what's really cool? People really like T-Rex. Oh shit, but people also really like raptors. 
what if we just peanut butter and jelly them together? Indoraptor Rex. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Done deal, man. Oh, Post credit scene. Uh, pterodactyls in Las Vegas. Yeah. It would have been really cool if they took the bronchiosaur and they crossed that with the T-Rex. It's like, oh shit, it's the most aggressive herbivore we've ever had. <laughs> it's just ripping through trees, yeah, man. Yeah, it gets really angry. Yeah, and at this point, there's also a lot of, like, like quadrupedal, bipedal dinosaurs loose in Northern California. Yeah. Yep, so that's So people happened. are gonna die. Well, no, I actually thought, this is stupid, because, like, if this is really America, as I know it. Oh, people would just And I'm down. from America. It would be an all-out, guns-out, balls-out hunt, man. Oh, like, yeah. It'd be dudes oh, and pickup trucks and ATVs and, yeah, like, just yeah. freaking just driving around just the, gunning these things down. Yeah, man. the army would get deployed. Like, like these things would survive one, maybe two Like, nights. people have, like, full-on, like, 50-cal guns oh, in the yeah. States. Like, oh, they don't care, man. Oh, people, like, people would be putting those on, on a stand, and they would bolt it right into the back of their like, pickup dude, truck, and they'd have heads technicals. And arms and talons would be chopped off. Like, it'd be crazy. Like, it would be an immediate... Reaction, oh, massive brutality. Every too. yeah, every hunter in the country would come to hunt those things. Oh, out of the country too. People would be getting on their VIP jets yeah. and flying their that asses. That will in. be the next Jurassic Park. Yeah, you think so? You're welcome, Steven Spielberg. It's probably what it is, though. It's probably what it's going to be. It's like, oh, they've gotten out into the world, and now people are trying to like call them, essentially. Yeah, and it's going to be like save the dinosaurs but again. Nature finds a way. Yeah, or always finds a way. I don't remember what he says. You mean I, it would be really cool if the next movie is like. 10 years after and it's like the world has gone into like complete lockdown but there wasn't enough dinosaurs to do that and they've built a giant wall <laughs> well i think it's more like a zombie movie if but like i zomb- came up with that immediately i guarantee the boardroom at universal will also come up with that yeah yeah you're probably what about right. a giant wall that's how you keep them out yeah, that's how you keep anybody north out. north carolina is now or north north california is now uh dinosaur land oh and it's gonna be bought by disney yes Yes. Yeah. I'm all about it, man. The next one's gonna be so good, dude. I can't. It's wait. not. But I can't uh, wait. I'm. I'm really hoping I'm wrong. I can't wait to spend more money on this franchise. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh man. So and that's it for Jurassic World two. What did I call it? Uh, JW two FK. So that's it. The credits have rolled. Yeah. Oh man. So it's, uh, save your money. Watch it on Netflix when it hits Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Watch it completely legally somehow. In the very near future. So next week, I guess we'll touch on the history of Halo uh, TV and movie production and the new Halo series coming out from Showtime. Yes. So yes. we'll touch on that. I got got a bunch of notes here about that. And we'll touch on Luke Cage probably. Luke Cage, yeah. yeah. yeah a little bit of a Luke Cage spoiler Luke, Luke Cage, but I'm really excited to talk about the Halo thing. I'm going to do a little more research on that myself. Yeah, yeah. We got we got a chunk of notes here. There could be yeah. more. There could be oh, more. Oh, there could be more. Yep. So, uh, all right. That's it for Ronan Geek Official Podcast, Episode 10. Uh, thanks again for joining in and listening. If you want to get a hold of us and tell us how awesome we are or how terrible we are. Yes. So please feel free to write to ronangeek.com at gmail.com. Rob's favorite email address ever. Oh, that's the best. Uh, and then we also have RoninGeek.com, which is just our website. And there's a few articles posted on there you can kind of read through. We don't touch it too much. Uh, we also have uh, Ronin Geek Facebook page. Please go on and like. Yeah. So it's the one that's got like 2,700 people, not the one that has like 200 people. So come and like it. Communicate with us somehow. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, please like and share. So thank you so much for your support. Yeah, no, it's appreciated. And have a good one. Yep. See you later.